leading the conversation on Jet Set Breakfast right here on SAFM. That's uh, the OJs. Forever Mine, Shanae Twain, Still the One, requested by Paul C. in Peter Maritzburg. Your big fatty, fatty, fatty juice one in dedication to your wife for, geez, you guys have been together. 43 years of marriage. 43 years marriage anniversary. Happy, happy anniversary. And keep going. Next time, hopefully, when we chat to you, it will be 63 if God allows, or the universe allows. But anyway, moving on, 16 minutes after 8 on SAFM, uh, word domination. And our next guest is Dr. Godwin Kosa, CEO of National Education Collaboration Trust. So the National Education Collaboration Trust is a collaboration with the National Reading uh, Collaboration, celebrating World Book Day today by organizing a series of reading dialogues from uh, 23 April to 23 May. Uh, Dr. Goodwin Kossa, thank you so much for joining us on SAFM. It's my pleasure and good morning to you, Betha, and happy World Book Day. Thank you so much. So what is the work of the National Education Collaboration Trust? So we work with uh, a whole range of partners, and the Department of Basic Education with a sole mandate of supporting the Basic Education Department to improve uh, the quality of education. The mandate being drawn from the National Development Plan, which was adopted in this country on in August 2012. So we work with uh, various officials at various levels in schools, circuits, districts, provincial departments, as well as the national department to, you know, help, you know, uh, drive or rather take advantage of key levers that can take the quality of education in this country forward. Amongst those, of course, is working around improving the proficiency of our kids in reading, which is our Achilles heel in this country. Um, so we've been doing a lot of work. So days like this, are very special. Uh, World Book Day is very special because the essence of that is linked to reading. Mm. And um, I see that uh, you've got dialogues that will take place in four provinces. We're looking at Mpumalanga, Limpopo, Eastern Cape, Northern Cape. Uh, would you would you explain, uh, you know, these reading dialogues? So, you know, reading... Uh, the dialogues actually are another way of contributing to promoting the culture of reading, um, which should permeate, you know, throughout the society, but to a large extent led by the technical reading work that happens in the classroom where we teach our kids to read. So to look at the letters and enjoy, you know, get the sense of the meaning behind the letters and enjoy reading. So that reading as a as a as a behavioral you know kind of activity you know has to permeate across you know society i'm sure better you know the joys of reading i'm sure you know the contribution of reading to productivity and i'm sure you know the fulfillment that we get from reading so those dialogues are essentially meant to contribute to building the culture of reading between the schools the communities between the learners and the parents and the teachers and whoever else uh, around our, our learners. Mm. We're going to take a small break, uh, but 
Before we go, uh, just to highlight to uh, if you're listening to SAFM right now, this is Word Domination, and I'm speaking to Dr. Godwin Kossa, CEO uh, of the National Education Collaboration, and uh, talking about uh, you know the dialogues when it comes to reading and trying to encourage reading in general, and it opens up your mind. It makes your diction or your understanding even much more broader and makes life easier in understanding you know different aspects of life. Let's take a small break. We'll be back. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And you are listening to Word Domination and speaking to Dr. Godwin Kossa, CEO, the National Education Collaboration Trust. Welcome back, Doc. So what are the resources and guidelines that will be shared with parents and community, um, community stakeholders? So, you know, firstly, it's just to talk about the the importance of uh, of reading, um, both to adults and young people. Uh, but we also choose uh, books that we encourage people that we meet with to to read and converse around. And if I could take the opportunity, just give you a sense of what has been done, you know, before. Um, in the past, you know, year and a half. Uh, we have actually organized over 29 uh, virtual reading sessions. So in those reading sessions, we choose a book every month, essentially, with, uh, which we circulate among people who have interest in reading and participate in the virtual reading club to read the book. Often we are graced by the authors themselves who take us through the book and we get a commentator who discusses the book and and we get everybody else, you know, raise questions and so on. And by so doing it practically, you know, get people to enjoy and see the 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 importance of of reading. Oftentimes people bring their families around that and it's on a virtual platform. So the participation is actually unlimited. You know, a, a good three to five hundred people would actually you know, hook on to the virtual reading club, which happens once a month. So that that's the kind of, uh, you know, discussions that we'll be taking through the dialogues. But we have an educate, basic education bias, which means that we will put our learners and we put the teachers at the center of this, uh, you know, reading movement and, and, and try and, you know, incentivize them to do more to get our learners to read and to get teachers to teach no reading. I don't know when last you've been you've been in a classroom, Bertha, oh, and listening to young people read. Yes, it's a while. It's, it's a, a while. while. I encourage I encourage you and your and your colleagues and other people who are listening who enjoy reading or has what it takes to help uh, their uh, learners in schools to read to visit the schools. I'm sure the schools would open their gates and 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 read, you know, to the children and also, you know get them to read back to you. There are still quite a number of uh, uh, learners in, in many schools who haven't actually cracked uh, into this agenda of reading, being able to read fluently, being able to read fast, being able to read with understanding, being able to enjoy reading. Uh, some of them can read the letters and words as they are written, but you can see that they are not understanding what they are reading you can see that they are not enjoying what they are reading. So that's what we're trying to crack. So move them from a technical ability to read 
written, you know, lined up letters and words to a point where when they read, they read with understanding. I don't know if you know this concept of backing a text. We have learners who back a text, young kids who back a text. They read like they're not understanding. So we want to break that, make it not just fluent, but them to be able to read with understanding. To When they read, they know there's a full stop coming. They're enjoying what's coming out. And when they finish, you ask them questions. They can answer those questions. And I think if we had a, a bigger proportion of uh, South Africans, young and old, who are able to read in that manner, that would also contribute uh, beyond just fulfill life fulfillment to uh, propelling our country's economic and social growth you know, forward. Mm. And, and how do we instill that culture of, of, of you know, getting our children to be excited to read? Because, I mean, it's something you, you cannot teach a child now who's seven to say, get excited about reading. But mm. if at two or at one mom read books and, the, you know, um, that kind of like sticks. And by the time they're seven, it's, it's, it's almost natural to say, let me get a book, whether it's a 10-pager, three-pager, big font, I don't know, uh, to get them to, re- to read. How do we instill that culture in our children, though? Well, to be honest, the, the big uh, responsibility to get our, our young people to read lies with the adults. So when our young you know, persons are born in our houses and they see no book, they don't see mom and dad reading, uh, and mom and dad do not encourage them to read, you know, obviously they start to lose the opportunity to grow that culture. So first things first, you know, buy your child a book, even, you know, right from an early age with a few words, read to them, um, and it shouldn't end up with reading. So read and then take up a conversation. Why do you think Jabu did that? Why do you think, how did Jabu do that? How did Jabu fly a kite? You know, so you you then start to stimulate um, the child's brain and you also start to grow the interest, the child's interest in reading. Um, so oftentimes, you know, households don't provide the books. And even if the books are there, adults are too busy to sit with the young ones to read with them. And even when they read, they just don't ask them anything. Sometimes they ask them questions that are very basic. You know, they stop at, what is this? What is that? But, you know, you've got to take the child if from an early age and ask them, you know, why is that? Why do you think a dog has two ears? You know, there's no correct, there's no right answer. But you're starting to you know, uh, grow in a child's, you know, mind and understanding and an expectation that when you read, you've got to reason it out, you must be able to answer some questions and so on. So I think it, it, it then, you know, kind of germinates and you cultivate it. Um, and then they grow up loving books. The, the question that I always have is why it's easier with girls and and a little bit difficult with boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's always the case, you know. You know, girls, you people, uh, better. You love books more than we do. But we can turn that around. We can show boys if we find topics that are interesting to them. If they like soccer, so let's find books that talk about soccer. True. Let's not find books that talk about knitting because the boys may not love knitting, even though 
and I don't want to be gender insensitive, but generally, mm. boys want to push wire cars. They want to do things technical. They want to talk about, you know, uh, you know, soccer and, and so on. So we've got to find those topics that interest them and yeah. get them to read. So I, I've got a, a WhatsApp, but I think I, you've just answered in, in a nutshell where, um, you know, um, Brian Mabaya from Protea Glen was asking Bertha, our question and comment about reading um, are not being introduced in a high rate in primary school. They are more introduced in senior level, which makes it more difficult for students to adapt. And our social media too and TV doesn't advertise reading and books. And which is so true, we're talking about the culture to introduce that culture of reading. And I think you've just answered that question. So who can participate at uh, the dialogues and uh, where do we get more information? So anybody with uh, interest and and just the potential to contribute to, um, you know, reading, they are welcome to join up the, the dialogue. The information can be found at, you know, two websites. One is www.nect.org.za. Uh, NECT stands for National Education Collaboration Trust. Or they can look for that information at www.nrc.co.za. And NRC stands for National Reading Coalition. Otherwise, people are free to call our offices. Uh, our office number is 12 752-6200. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Godwin Kosa, CEO, the National Education Collaboration Trust, talking about um, reading in general. But to anyone out there, happy World Book Day. Reading is absolutely beautiful. I enjoyed reading from literature because what our English teacher used to do was to make you like take Macbeth, for instance, and make us participants almost like we're acting to say, okay, fine, you are Macbeth, you are Macbeth's wife. And that just made it even more because literally you're a participant. So it made it more interesting. But uh, reading passively can be a daunting task, task but um, if you give it a chance, you find that it's actually quite uh, fruitful. Let's take a small break. We'll be back.